Let's give the moms a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. This mamas, that's the mamas. We, uh, I got the opportunity to, I did something for 24 years that I hadn't done before yesterday. And I'm, I'm boasting on you, mother, because I, I woke up early that morning, uh, yesterday morning and, and like 2 a.m. And I was like, God, I want to honor my mother, my biological mother-in-law, but my mother on earth, because my mother passed away many, 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 many years ago. And um, I got some flowers and took them over to her. And I think she was thinking that's like from Shelly and I. And I was like, no, that's for me. <laughs> that's like, we wanted to bless you. Turn to your neighbor and say, we want to bless the moms today. We want to bless the moms today. So I want to make sure a couple things, do a little housekeeping before I get into it. Um, did all the moms get a ticket? Did you? Did all the moms get a ticket? Is there any lady here that didn't get one of the tickets? Like, like uh, I guess, you, you, you all know what I'm talking about? Okay, good. Because the, hold on to that. That's going to be very important in the, in the future because we want to give some gifts away. We want to be able to bless the moms today. Well, happy Mother's Day. Say that with me. Happy Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. And it's like I said earlier uh, during worship time, sometimes it can be difficult because the word mother can evoke some feelings, can it? The word mother, if you had a wonderful mother, you're like, oh, yeah, warm and fuzzy. But maybe your mother was an absentee mother or maybe wasn't even there. It can be hurtful. It can be painful. But it, it, it evokes some feelings. It evokes some feelings of tenderness. It evokes some feelings within our mind. It, and I want you to know that most mothers are the biggest influence in our lives. And if you're a mother, whether you have a little children or a lot of children or the children are grown, there, there is still influence that you have in the lives of many of us. To some, the mother was a first a teacher, right? They, they began to teach you. Maybe the mother was a role model. Maybe the mother was a biggest encourager. Uh, maybe it was a source of unconditional love. Maybe you had a mother that in the age of political correctness and gender and confusion that, that, that has to deal with all these different things today that, that you never imagined you'd have to deal with. And, and the mothers today are, are dealing with a whole set of different things that, that didn't deal with back in my day, back in the day when I was little. You know, you, yet mothers remain a true source of, source of strength. I mean, mothers are strong, man. Mothers are strong. And it's the way God made them. It's the way God did it. And it's, it's amazing when we begin to look at the mothers and we see how strong they are. And I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for mothers. How about you? Let's give a hand clap of praise for the mothers. So today, today we celebrate mothers from all walks of life. And I'm thankful for moms and I'm thankful for mothers. And no matter what you've been through, what you're dealing with, like the video showed, we're going to celebrate all types of mothers today. Nelson's Bible Dictionary defines mother this way, a female parent of a household. Now, in the Hebrew family, the mother had a higher position that was enjoyed by women of the nation. When you were a mother, there was an honor that was there. There's a respect that was there. 
And, and unfortunately, I'm not going to get into the political realm today, but, but unfortunately, mothers are being downgraded or disgraded, and, and it's important. And I want you to refocus on what God says today about mothers. And we're going to take a look at some of the mothers today, uh, uh, the magnificent mothers in the Bible. But mothers' duties in the Hebrew culture were primarily domestic. But she was held, listen, held in high regard from the Hebraic community, from the Hebraic society, from that, that, that Hebraic mindset uh, of God that mothers were not just something thrown away or bypassed or you're giving your, your life up for the children and, and there's no benefit to that. Just the opposite. Mothers are respected. So we respect you moms today. The love of children was, was deeply embedded in the hearts of the Hebrew women. Deeply embedded in the hearts of, and you're very highly respected. So I want to give you a few, uh, a few moms today. I want to talk a little bit about some of the moms today in the Bible. And maybe you'll begin to see some of yourselves in that. And I, as I was reading through some of these, I want to talk a little bit about the magnificent mothers in the Bible. Say that with me. Magnificent mothers in the Bible. Say that real fast. Magnificent mothers in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, magnificent mothers in the Bible. Magnificent mothers. Turn to somebody next to you and say, I think you're magnificent. I think you are magnificent. You are magnificent. Of course, the first one we're going to talk a little bit about, this magnificent mother, was the mother that started it all, Eve. Everybody say Eve. Eve was the mother of the living. That's what the word actually means, and you can find it in Genesis 3.20. She was the first mama. She was the beginning mama. Mama Eve. <laughs> mama Eve. I think I like the sound of that. Remember, she was the the wife of Adam, the mother of what, who? Cain and, and there was another one, Seth. Everybody remember Seth? Yeah. Cain and Abel and Seth. We know about Cain, don't we? And we know about Abel. What about Seth? Well, she was the mother of Seth. And now listen, ladies, you were, you're concerned about or understand the, the, the opportunity of having pain in childbirth. Thank Eve for that. She, she, she was part of that. So that's the, one of the magnificent mothers in the Bible. You have to be magnificent to be the first mom. Amen? Because God makes magnificent things. And he's made you. Whether you're a male or female, you are made in the image of God. You are made in the likeness of God. You are made in his way. And, and, I, and I love that about Eve. The second one I want to share with you is Sarah. Sarah actually means the mother of nations. Sarah means the mother of nations. And you can find that in Genesis 17, 16, those of you that take some notes. But Sarah literally can mean my princess. My princess. Sarah Elizabeth. Sarah is, means my princess. Or the princess of all the families of the earth, the nations and the kings. They would come from her. So you're, you're a princess. So ladies, you're a princess. And, and you've, this comes from the word Sarah. Do, do we have anybody that has their name, Sarah, or middle name, Sarah? Or you do? Yeah. Do we, who else? Anybody else? Who, you know, so our daughter has, yeah, is, is named Rachel Sarah Elizabeth. So, you know, she gets the Elizabeth from the family name, it seems like. So remember Sarah? Sarah was the mother of Isaac. She was the mother of Isaac. 
And Isaac was the child of promise. Remember, there was Isaac and Ishmael. Ishmael was the one that <laughs> was tried to be made the child of promise, but wasn't made in the right way. Uh, or Ishmael was, and Isaac was made the child of promise. Sarah was older when she had when she had Isaac, and they're like, preacher, don't be don't be saying anything about older people in their nineties or hundreds having a child. You know what I mean? Because I don't want one. I had that one time, and I said, don't worry about that. You know, God's God's got that. But she was older. In fact, when she found out she was pregnant, she laughed. <laughs> yeah, right. And then here comes Isaac, right? And he's he's the child of promise, and we can begin to see that the whole time. Do you know that? Sarah was uh, 127 when she died, 127 years old. So the, 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 when I was reading about this, Ishmael, and Ishmael made fun of Isaac. He made fun of him when he was a baby. And Ishmael was about 13 or 14 years old. So there was a time span of 13 or 14 years from the time Ishmael was born and Isaac was born. And again, Isaac was born from Sarah. And Sarah means princess. Everybody say princess. I know that Shelly is Jerry's little princess. <laughs> he, she is his little princess. The next one I want to share with you is Rebecca. Everybody say Rebecca. Anybody know who the, she was the mother of? Anybody know? Y'all looking at the screen? <laughs> Can you see it? Is it too small? Mother of Jacob and Esau. Do you know that this was the first record of twins in the Bible? We got any twins in the house? Yeah, Jimmy's a twin. Yeah, anybody else? Twins? So this is, Jimmy, this is the first record of the twins in the Bible that were being born. And it was born for uh, Rebecca. And you can find that in Genesis 28, 5. Rebecca was Isaac's wife. And just like Sarah, um, she was barren for like 19 years before she was able to have a child. And Isaac prayed to the Lord for her to have a child, and God granted that prayer and gave her twins. Be careful. You get double, amen, for your blessing, hey, right? You get, you get double for that. So we see that she was also very modest, a very modest woman. She was also, like you guys are, very beautiful, very beautiful woman. She was very beautiful. She was modest. She was beautiful. She was very courteous, polite. There's some moms that are very courteous, very polite. Maybe you had a mother that was that, was that way. She was also strong-willed. Anybody have a mom that was strong-willed? My mom was strong-willed. I used to say, that, I've heard this saying, it wasn't my mom that was saying, it was like, hey, I helped bring you in this world, I have take you out. <laughs> It was like, no, no, no. But she was very strong-willed. She was very strong-willed, especially when she had a favorite. I mean, you know, you read in the Bible, it's like, you know, I don't know if, if moms have favorites. I mean, there are some that have different favor than others. She had a favorite in her life. And, and we realize that with her beauty, with her strong-willed, we know that Jacob was, was her favorite. He was her favorite. And we saw the battle between Jacob and Esau. We got to remember, this is a magnificent mother. Her name was Rebecca. The second one, or fourth one, actually, I'm going to give you, is Jochebed. Have everybody heard of Jochebed? It means Jehovah in her glory. 
it also has um, it also has some different meanings. Um, but she was the mother of. We don't think about people when we think about their mom, like Moses. She was Moses's mama. Aaron. She was Aaron's mom. Miriam. Did you know that Aaron and Moses and Miriam they were all family members? So Moses and Aaron, they were brothers. Miriam was the sister, right? And then, and she was that, that was the mom. And she actually came, they came from the, the Levi priestly tribe, Jacobit. What about her? She was the one, do you guys remember when Moses was born and there was an, uh, in the Bible, it talks a little bit about, and you can hear this in, 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 um, in Genesis or Numbers, I mean, when she put Moses in a basket and put him in the water, you guys remember that? And then Pharaoh's daughter saw Moses and wanted Moses, right? And then who did they go get to raise him? It was Jochebed. It was actually the original biological mother. See how God works some stuff out? It's like they were going to have a decree to kill all the babies. The male babies. So she puts Moses in a basket, puts him in the Nile River, right? And then hides him in among these reeds. And then the Pharaoh's daughter sees that it's a baby and wants the baby and takes the baby into her house. And then, and then doesn't want to raise the baby. Now, how's she going to nurse the baby? So they hear about Jacobid and she gets to, they, they go get her and they actually bring her into Pharaoh's house to raise Moses. <laughs> That's some cool stuff. She was a magnificent mother. Can you imagine what it would take? And, and, and mothers, you are the ones that would know this. Most of us guys don't understand it. You know, it's like, it's like when, when she was able to take that child and know that she needed to save that child and put him in that basket and put him into that river, trusting God. Now she turns around and ends up raising that child. I remember years ago when the kids get a boo-boo, you know, I'm, I'm the dad and I'm thinking, oh yeah, you know, it's like, oh, I'm hurt. And it's like, come here, come here, come here. And they're like, run right by you, right? To mom. Hello? Hey, I'll, I'll help you. No, mom, mom, I want to see mom. Get away from me. <laughs> Maybe that never happened to you. I don't want to get away from me. I want to see mom, mom, mom. Because there is a, there's that nurturing. It's that, that beauty. It's that kindness. And I think about that with, with Moses and the situations they run through. And a lot of times we put people, Moses and Aaron and, and, and Miriam on a, on a pedestal. Or we think that they're, oh, these are holy biblical people. They're family members, just like everybody else. I bet Moses and Aaron had some wrestling matches. Are you with me? I bet they made fun of Miriam, right? And, and, and tried to tickle her and did all these other things that siblings do to each other. But a lot of times we take all this stuff and we think it's here when God says, no, it's within all of us. We all deal with those different things. So Jochebed was a magnificent mother. Say that. Magnificent mother. Say it again. A magnificent mother. Let me give you another one, and some of you know this one, and it's Deborah. Deborah, she's called the, the, the mother of Israel, and it's in Judges. She was a prophetess. She was a judge. And people are like, well, women aren't supposed to do this. Well, it's even in the Old Testament. 
The woman not only was a prophetess, but she was a judge. She helped rule the nation of Israel. She was called the honeybee. <laughs> and I heard that uh, what I read was that she was called the honeybee because she had sweet honey. But I also heard that she was, she was very uh, strong-willed. And some of them would call her a stinging bee. <laughs> you get into her courtroom, are you with me? And guess what? The old bee would sting, right? So you got to do what's right. But listen, you know what she was? She was also a songwriter and a composer. She was a magnificent mother. Another magnificent mother was, was Bathsheba. Bathsheba. She was a magnificent mother. And all we know, all we know, some of us know, is that she cheated on Uriah with King David, right? But there's a whole background to all of that. Bathsheba was the mother of Solomon. Remember Solomon? Yeah, he wrote Ecclesiastes and, and, and the Song of Solomon and the love stories that we have. And we have understandings here. But, but Bathsheba actually helped Solomon. Do you know the Proverbs 31 woman psalm or Proverbs? Does everybody know the 31 woman? Proverbs 31? It was about Bathsheba. Solomon wrote that about his mama. He wrote that about his mama. And that the, the Proverbs 31 woman who would go to work and make fine linen and still cook dinner and do all those other things. I've seen commercials on television. You know, you put the bacon in the frying pan and fry it up in a pan and you do this and you do that and all these things that moms do. Listen, all I know is that a lot of moms, you guys are multitaskers. So I said sometimes Shelly, when she was... I was, she wasn't, wasn't just a multitasker. She was, what's more than a bazillion tasker. I mean, it was just like, she could do this, she could do that. My mom, I'm the youngest of five, right? I'm in the youngest of five, and I'm in the living room, and I'm doing and getting into something I shouldn't get into. And she would say, get out of there. I'm like, how'd she know that? Well, I found out later when all my siblings told me, they said, Eric, we did that a long time ago. So mom knew you were going to do that. I was like, well, y'all didn't make it easy for me at all because every time I went to go do something, y'all had already done it. My mother was a multitasker. She could fix a boo-boo and put a Band-Aid on it. She could, she, could, she could love on a child. She could be having a cake in the oven. Come on, somebody. She could, she could be doing laundry and cleaning at the same time. And there's like all these different things. I'm telling you, you are guys are just some magnificent mothers. Magnificent mothers in the Word of God, too. Bathsheba. She was smart. She was kind. She had influence over David. Hello? Mothers need to have influence, and they have influence over their children. She had four children. A lot of times we only hear about Solomon, but her and David had four children. They actually had five, but one didn't make it. And remember when, when Bathsheba got pregnant and Uriah was the husband and he was out on, at war and David brought him back. And this is a whole, whole situation you can read it about. And he brought him back and he wanted him to sleep with his wife so he would hide his, his, um, his sin on the nation itself. And, and, and Uriah got back and he's like, man, if my guys are at war, I'm not going to sleep with my wife. I'm not going to enjoy this wonderful time being home while I got guys on the battlefield. So then he sent him to the front of the battlefield basically to be killed. And he was, but how many of you know what happened? Nathan, the prophet talked to him about it. 
And he says, look, this man's got this lamb and, and this other guy has come, this rich guy's come and he's taken the lamb and, and he's killed the lamb he's, and, and, and he's taken it for his own. And, and, and David was like, that's wrong. And Nathan was like, that's you. That's you. And David repented. Nathan, the prophet said, that's you. He repented. Did you know? Maybe you didn't. That Solomon's brother was named Nathan. Bathsheba named a child after Nathan the prophet. Could be, maybe not, but the same. The name was the same. So Bathsheba had four children. A lot of them we just we just know about was Solomon. The four children were Shimei, Shobad, Nathan, and Solomon that she had with David. She was a magnificent mother. She had influence over David. Even later in his life, when David was losing the kingdom, she looked at David and, and she said, hey, somebody's fixing to take your kingdom. And she began to give, give influence to him. She said, I thought you said that the kingdom would go towards Solomon, to Solomon. And David was like, that's absolutely right. And guess what? Solomon ended up being king. Let me give you another magnificent mo mother. Salome. Salome. Does everybody know who she is? She was the mother of the Zebedee boys. The Zebedee. James and John. You know, we're in the New Testament now. James and John, the, the sons of Zebedee. They, they call them the, the sons of thunder. The mother of James and John. And, and they talk about the sons of Zebedee. You know, she ministered to Jesus. She ministered to him. She, she was also, some believe, a sister of Mary, Virgin Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus. See, in the Old Testament, and the, well, in the New Testament also as well, when Mary had the same name as Mary, they would use like Mary Magdalene. Everybody heard of that, right? Mary Magdalene. They would have to identify who Mary is. It would be like today, it'd be like Mary from Visai. Mary from, <laughs> from Fort Supply, Mary from Moreland, Mary from Woodward, Mary, <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be, that's who Mary is. And she was Mary, the mother of the sons of James and John. You can find that in Mark 27 and Mark 15. Let me give you another Mary. Mary, the mother of John Mark, was a magnificent mother. Mary, a magnificent mother. The mother of John Mark. John Mark is known in the Bible for... Um, um, wanting to go home to mama when he was on a missions trip with Paul. And it was like, I'm going home to mama. <laughs> so somebody say, sometimes it's like John Mark, he's been known as the mama's boy. So Mary, the mother of John Mark, raised him, groomed him. And Paul, he went on a missions trip with Paul. And he wanted to go home. I think he got homesick. How many of you know Mary was a magnificent mother? Mary was a magnificent mother. She was Barnabas's aunt. You know, Paul and Barnabas, she was Barnabas's aunt. Mary was a wealthy woman, very wealthy woman. And John Mark missed his mom and he returned home. Now, Paul obviously got over it because later on in Paul's writings, he was talking to Yes, I can't remember who it was. It was one. He wrote the letter and he was talking to and he said, oh, by the way, tell John Mark to come. Bring John Mark. 
So Paul, whatever differences that were there, he that got taken care of. And I believe a lot of it was because of Mary, the mother. Two more real quick. Let me give you one. Elizabeth. Everybody say Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Shelley Elizabeth. Shelley Elizabeth. That's Shelley's middle name. Elizabeth, we know when we see her in Scripture, right? In Luke chapter 1, she was the mother of John the Baptist. John the Baptizer. John the Baptist. She was the mother of John the Baptist. Do you remember in the Scripture where it talks about her and Mary getting together and John the Baptist, what, leapt inside her? You know, Mary, I mean, Elizabeth was barren. She was older. She was a cousin, I think, of, of, of Mary. Jesus' mother, she was a cousin. And when they got together, because of the Spirit of God inside Mary, the Spirit of of Elizabeth, you know, John the Baptist leapt within her womb. He he leapt. And it was like there there was a connection. There was something that was made there. Do you know that Elizabeth was actually from the lineage of Aaron, the priestly tribe? Are you with me? She was a worshiper. She was a worshiper. This magnificent mother was a worshiper. Listen, I don't know. John the Baptist ate honey and locusts, and he was kind of out there. How many of you know Elizabeth was a magnificent mother? If she dealt with all of those insecurities or whatever the issues that John had and, 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 and the way he was, and you know what I mean? It was like, okay. He's a little bit different, but, but he was called for a purpose, and he was to announce the coming of Jesus. What a magnificent mother Elizabeth was. Elizabeth was. She was the wife of Zechariah. You remember Zechariah, right? He was a priest. He was older also. You know, Elizabeth and, and Zechariah were a little bit older, and I don't think they were expecting a child. And guess what? John the Baptist comes. Then there was Eunice, mother of, of Timothy. Anybody remember Eunice? Yeah, Timothy's mama. Timothy's mama, Eunice. Paul talks about him, and, and uh, Eunice was, she trained Timothy from the, his childhood to be knowledgeable in the Scriptures. Most of the Israelite, the Jewish people, the, the, the culture was to learn them. But she was taking extra precaution and extra care for Timothy because there was some special things that, that Timothy had. Timothy's dad wasn't a Jew. He was Greek. Doesn't say a whole lot about it. But it does say that Eunice was a very godly woman. Eunice was a very godly woman, and she was a magnificent mother. She trained Timothy, not only in scriptures, but listen, she trained him to fear the Lord. That's the way mothers are sometimes, isn't it? They begin to train us. They teach us. They bring us to church. They share things about scripture. They, 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 they pray for us. And let me give you the last one. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit about Mary, the mother of Jesus. And Richard, if you want to, you can bring the kids on in. It's Joseph's wife. We know about Virgin Mary. You know, she wasn't, she wasn't in the Bible a whole lot. There was really four mentions of her throughout the New Testament. It wasn't really a whole lot, but she was Joseph's wife. As I said, she was related to Elizabeth. But listen, this magnificent mother, she was a woman of integrity. She was a woman with character. 
She was a woman with, with, with that God had anointed. And the Bible says that when the angel showed up and talked to her about the, the, the immaculate conception, she pondered about those things. She was a woman that I think went into deep thought. She was a woman that began to be deep in prayer. Let me give you a couple of scriptures before we close today. But Matthew 13, verses 55 and 57 talks a little bit about, about Jesus. And it says, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? Yeah. She was the mother of Jesus. And aren't his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And then they talked about Jesus' sisters, right? So when, when Joseph had Jesus... As his son, he took him because the Holy Spirit, Mary was conceived of the Holy Spirit. But Joseph and Mary had other children. They had other children. And a lot of times we don't think about it. We're like, well, Jesus just all by himself. No, no. He, he probably was getting up and he was, re- he was wrestling with James and he was wrestling with Joseph. And he was wrestling with Simon and, and Judas. I mean, he had a, a brother named Judas. And then the sisters, it doesn't name it, uh, name all the sisters, But it says, where did this man get all these things? Mary, his mom, sewed into his life. Mary, his mom, made a difference. Mothers are highly respected. In Exodus 20.12, we find it in the what? Fifth commandment, right? It says, honor your father and your mother so that what? You may live long in the land of the Lord that God is giving you. Everybody say honor. Honor your mother and your father. Honor your mother and your father. Honor your mother and your father. This today, we honor the moms. Today, as society, we honor the moms. I'm going to have you come on up and play, Angela, if you will. Today, we see in the Bible that the, the mothers are highly respected, highly honored, highly esteemed as a, as, a, as, as a culture. And the United States, you know, when, when Mother's Day comes and the United States honors this, it's, it, it fits with the biblical proportion. Did you know that even in, in the law, the mother was even placed before the father in reverence? You can look, find that in Leviticus 19. The greatest comfort imaginable, listen, is where a mother comforts her children. A mother comforts her children. Like I shared earlier, the kids would run right by me and they'd go to Shelly. <laughs> I couldn't kiss their boo-boo. I couldn't take care of them. I was like, you know, no, I got to have mama. I was like, dad, get away from me. <laughs> it's like, I got to have mama. I've got to have those things. The fact is, according to the scriptures, Mothers today should be honored by all. Let me, let me share while I got the kids here. Let me share that moms do. You know, moms cook meals, right? Moms clean. They clean up. They, they wash dishes. They multitask. Listen, kids, see if this resounds a little bit to you. It's what mom, what kids would say about their mom. You ready? Mom would kiss boo-boos. Mom would kiss the boo-boos. She takes us places. She helps with homework. Mom makes me laugh. Mom makes me feel feel special. Mom plays with me. She's a doctor. Mom's like a doctor. She can heal stuff. She's a referee. Mom keeps peace. She's a personal chef. (laughs) 
Anybody had a mom as a personal chef? I was like, man, I missed out on that one. Of course, like I said, I was the youngest of five. It was like, eat it. There it is. If you don't eat it, you go hungry. I'm telling you, I went hungry. Speaking of my hunger strike, I finished that, by the way. I'll get with you later on it. It also said that she was a teacher, that mom was loving, mom was caring, she was devoted, she was kind. Mom is smart, and mom is cool. Super mom. <laughs> Some of the kids says, my mom's a super mom. Got eyes and ears in the back of their head. <laughs> And I know them mothers. I had a mother like that. She had eyes and ears in the back of her head. She knew what was going on. This one said she would be a billionaire if she only got paid. That's mom. Come on up here with me. You guys want to you pray? You want to pray and, and dismiss? You know how to do that? You want to do that? So here's what I want you to do. You, know, you can do this. We're going to pray and then we're going to go home. So you know how to do that? We're not praying for the, the, the meal yet. Because I know you'll do that. I'll help you. I'll help you. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to bless all the moms, especially mine. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. We bless you. We thank you for being part of this today. Go home, call your mom if you, if you can. If she's a long distance away, tell her you love her. Send them a note. God bless you. Have a great afternoon in the Lord.